0: Hi, everyone. This is Julia. Welcome to Points of View. I'm a little nervous this time because it's just me and you, my wonderful five listeners. Thank you so much. (laughs) I know I have one in Germany. I know I have somebody in France. Thank you so much. And somebody in Romania. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And the rest of my peeps here in the United States. I'm really grateful for you. And I'm a little nervous about this one, so I'm glad I've got you 5 listening to me today. I I felt like I did this a little backwards when I started the podcast. I I was interviewing some of my friends who are health coaches and having them share their stories without really filling you in on what a health coach is. So you're probably wondering, what is a health coach? Well, I am a certified integrative health coach. And I use the integrative model to look at the world of health through the prism of 12 different points some of which are creativity, relationships, home, cooking, exercise, career, etc. And I work on supporting health goals using that prism. prism. (laughs) A health coach can work with doctors to help support their clients with their health needs, and you know, you can work with individuals who may be looking for some help, maybe trying to lose weight. You can work with somebody with a gym. A health coach can work with a chiropractor. They may ask a health coach to do some programs to support their clients on health journeys. You know, and, and as you know, I really believe that health is a journey. There are bumps. <laughs> there are bumps. <laughs> and there are plenty of bumps in the road. But at least a coach can help you navigate through the more trying areas. Health is a vehicle. It helps you to move towards your goals. You know, you get one body. It's like somebody saying, okay, you can pick any car you want, but you have to take care of that car for the rest of your life because it has to last for the rest of your life. And it'll take you to point A and point B and wherever else you want to go. Well, guess what? Health is your car. Here it is. And so we want to take care of that and this vehicle, your health gets you wherever you want to go. So sometimes people go, well, I know what to do. I eat healthy. At least I know what I should do. I should eat vegetables and fruit and drink water and get exercise. But sometimes that just doesn't work out for some people and you're still trying to figure out why haven't I lost weight? Been there, done that. Oh yeah. And, you know, you're just really working on trying to lose some weight, but it hasn't happened. Well, here's the point of my conversation with information plus inspiration can create transformation. You have the information, right? You know what to do, but if you don't have that information, it doesn't create a transformation. You really need inspiration to move you forward in my journey and working as a health coach and studying with other people trying to be health coaches i've met these amazing people that have moved into this field due to their own health issues or because they have someone they love that they care for now for me i started this journey because i have many people i love that i care for and um I'll get into that later. So, let let me just tell you a little bit about me. I was a performer, and I was a pretty good one. Um, you know, I I did some stuff, and when I went and I studied, I got my master's in Chicago. People saw I had talent, but everybody said there's just something stopping you. And I think what was stopping me is that. Being a performer wasn't my, my, my journey or my life's purpose. I love doing it, and I will keep performing for myself, but I think my purpose was always to be some kind of caregiver. And my story starts as a really happy kid, always, I think I was always a happy child. I had a great childhood. My mom and dad took care of us, went to great schools, um, they had a family business. Never, I never needed or asked for anything. Truly, truly blessed. Um, What happened in our family is there was alcoholism in our family. And it was this beautiful person who I loved the most, my grandmother, who I think she was really smart and feisty and for whatever reason, she was an alcoholic. I loved my grandmother. She was Irish and and Catholic, and we would go to church together. We would play marbles together. We would watch musicals together. We would watch the TV. I'd listen to her play the piano. She was classically trained. She was a singer and a musician. She was a writer. She was an artist. She drew her own comic strips. She created her own clothes. This woman was such a talented person. And, you know... I don't try to understand what her sadness was, but I came across a quote um, in an ACE article, ACE standing for Adverse Childhood Experiences. And in this study, a person talked about addictions. And the way that they described their addiction was that addiction wasn't their problem. Their problem was that they had an unresolved issue. They couldn't figure out how to heal. And that addiction was the solution instead of the problem. You know, I think about that, you know, not understanding how to fix an unresolved problem gets substituted with an addiction. And that's what happened to her. And um, so she got sick. The vehicle of her health had got stuck and it was keeping her from being the best person she was meant to be, because God knows this woman was talented but her vehicle got stuck in the road somewhere. So surviving isn't living. And I think she was just surviving and she was reacting from one issue to another. And which led to this closet alcoholism that she just wasn't able to handle. Now it affected, I know it affected my mother. I mean, my mother is 86 now, but she has never never, never touched a drop of alcohol in her life because of this and you know My mother thought you know her mother would never drink in front of us and she didn't I never ever saw her drink in front of us but one night I stayed over and um, it was in the summer and um, my grandmother Who I I just loved so much She was body her body was just fighting a losing battle and it had a serious cirrhosis and the first time I had seen it is when I had stayed over one summer night, and I was sleeping on the couch, and um, my my grandfather woke me up, and he said, Julie, quick, Grandma's sick, help her. And I, I got up, and I went, and there she was. She was in the hall, and she was wiping up little red droplets on the floor. And... um Previously that day, before you know, my grandfather woke me up, there was an episode that happened to her, and um, we were sitting at the table, and she just got really stiff, and then um, she didn't react for about maybe five seconds, and we were calling her name, but she just seemed very catatonic, and then she snapped out of it. like we I, Nobody thought anything about it. We just said, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm okay. And it made me think what happened then because when i saw her wiping up these little droplets of blood she's the one who was bleeding and um she was really angry oh she was angry at my grandfather for waking me up because she told him not to wake me up and um i went into the bathroom and <sighs> it, there was a lot of there there was a lot of blood and i um took her into her bedroom had her lay down and you know I was a kid and let me tell you something little kids love and they just do what they need to do they're not thinking they just do it because they love I love my grandmother I love my mother I, I called an ambulance right away after my grandmother was I had her in bed and I got an ambulance and then I Cleaned up the blood and, and got my mom over there. So that was my first introduction, actually, to the health system. Let me, say, let me say this. It was my catalyst to the world of the health and medicine system, which was in the 70s. My grandmother was going down a very tough road, and the medical system was there for her. The medical system was there for her in the 70s. The doctors would come to the house and they would help her. We even had a hospital bed. We had visiting nurses association which is no longer around and they would come and I learned. I learned a lot. I was really the only kid in junior high who knew how to change a bed with a person in it and these people were amazing and um, I it, it, it was an experience that could have torn a family apart or brought a family together and in our situation It brought our family together Now I am NOT telling you all of this because I want you to think oh my gosh I want you to feel bad for me. No, I'm not telling you this You know why I'm telling you all of this because I had a rare opportunity to see the American health care system before it changed Do you know the insurance company paid? All the bills for my grandmother. My mother was terrified that she was going to have to help, and you know, that there was going to be out of pocket expenses. My grandfather was a union man in the 60s. He retired in the 70s. He was a pipe layer for Cutler and Hammer, and his insurance company paid for it all. Paid it. I saw doctors who really cared do everything they could for my grandmother, and when things got quickly tough, they prescribed a hospital bed and she lived with us. We didn't wait for insurance to improve it because (laughs) we didn't. There was a trust that doctors did what they needed to do and the insurance company was a vehicle to help a doctor do his job.